0: A stand-up comedian and an actress. Mm-hmm. My best attribute, I feel, and I think other people would agree, is my sense of humor. Uh, I use humor in everything, in my line of work and in my daily life, and it's actually a coping mechanism. What do I wish I people would stop asking me? Nothing. There, in all honesty, I, I wish people would ask me more things. Uh, I love to talk, I'd like to talk more, and I'd love to share more about myself. What am I completely over and done with? Yes. I am completely over and done with where our culture is with social media right now. Um, to be exact, the fakeness that happens on social media. And I'm, I'm saying this about myself. Uh, I'd say for like the, fa- the past five to eight years, I feel like our culture, especially in entertainment, has become a very fake realm um, with putting out content and being like, this is who I am. Um, I think the genuineness of who people really are and what their lives are really about has been lost. And I hold myself accountable for that as well. Um, and I'm, I'm just over it. Um, I'm over fake, fake news and fake pictures, fake videos. I just wanna see who people really are and I, I'm ready to show who I really am as well. The worst thing about being female. Um, I don't think there are bad things about being female. <laughs> There's bad things about everything. Um, I think females, I mean, historically, uh, have had a disadvantage in the workplace. Um, I guess I can use this question around my business as a female comic. Uh, there are definitely disadvantages to being a female in a, a male-run business. and. Um, you know, less stage time. There are less female comedians in the community. So, uh, I think it's funny when I hear people say things like women aren't funny or, you know, I don't think women are funny. Um, there, just statistically, there are less females. So if you go to a show and you see not, you see 10 comedians and you're like, I think two were really funny. There's one female on that lineup out of the 10 comics statistically speaking she's not going to be the funny one so the best thing about being female um there's a lot of great things about being a female uh, i think women's the, the way in which women see the world uh is what i love most about being a female um, as, especially as I get older, I realize that there's a lot of things that we as women can do that men can't. Um, and I think, I actually think our journey here, like on, on this earth, um, allows us to experience a lot more. And I, that's what I love. I almost feel like, <laughs> we get to do this and you don't. So... My biggest challenge in life, in general, um, is myself. I am my biggest challenge. Um, I have, I think as a lot of people do, I have a problem with getting in my own way. And that is a daily struggle of trying to figure out how to get out of my own way. Well, (laughs) Um, that feels, uh, okay, if I had to choose to be super brilliant or super funny, that feels like a trick question because I feel like you have to be brilliant in order to be funny. Is that okay? (laughs) In a relationship, would I want security or would I want love? I feel like you're giving me a lot of trick questions because uh, in a relationship, in order to have love, I feel like you need security. The biggest challenge that life has taught me is to not be afraid of change. Uh, growing up, I had a major, a major struggle with that. I, saw my life going in one direction, and I was determined um, that that's just how it was going to be. And letting go and accepting that things don't always work out the way that you want them to, or the way that you think that they should. The moment that I let go of that idea and just accepted you know, the, the turns and the different directions that my life was going, once, once I let go of that, I think I really started enjoying life and really coming into my own. (laughs) Have I ever stolen anything? I've stolen many a heart. Um, (laughs) That was so corny. Um, Yes, yes, I have stolen. I have stolen before. Um, I've actually been arrested for stealing. Uh, I was very, I was very young. Can we cut that out? No, I want to hear about it. (laughs) I want to hear about it. I I got, got, actually, I wasn't arrested, I shouldn't say that. I was detained at Target. Um, I was 11, and I had taken nail polish for a girlfriend who was like, you should take this. And I was, I just was like, yeah, I'll be a badass. Um, And I put it in my pocket, and we walked out, and they stopped us. But the funny thing about that story is that the person who detained me was like giving me this whole talking to, and I, mean, I was crying and so scared. And when my parents came in to, to the little area where they had me detained, my dad was like, Sean. And he's like, John, they, they knew each other from high school and it was the most humiliate my, my fa- I mean, my father's face just turned bright red. Um, And he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's my daughter. (laughs) It's my little winner. (laughs) So it's it's now like a funny story, but at the time it was humiliating for everybody involved. If I was at a party and I saw myself, would I want to hang out with myself? Of course. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would. I feel I'm approachable and fun. And yeah, those are the kind of people I'm drawn to. (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) this is a crazy answer but uh, okay one word one word that describes me is chosen now i know that that's like this is not like a biblical meaning um and it's not even a good thing um but i am actually somebody that is always chosen uh for the good and the bad like if If I'm at a concert and they're like, let me see your hands, and they're like, (laughs) calling on one person, I already know that I'm gonna get picked. Um, But there's also bad that comes with that. Um, I could be in a parking lot and uh, a car could be falling, you know, like off the third floor of a parking structure and I will be chosen to get fallen onto. And that, that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, uh, okay. uh, I like how you changed that question. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. My ideal mate, well, wow. um, <laughs> uh, my ideal mate. Well, okay, I guess I I could answer that question by saying in looking for an ideal mate, one of the biggest factors that I look for is how someone treats animals. Um, I really do for me personally, I believe that in in friendships or, or in romantic relationships, um, how somebody treats animals tells me a lot about how they see the world. And about how they see themselves in the world. When I hear the word en fuego, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, when I hear the word en fuego, I think spicy. I think strength, I think, I mean, I know what the word means, but just a, a an excitement. Um, it's like in fuego, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, it, feels like an empowering term. If I had a superpower, I know that this is like a cliche one, but it, it would be to fly. It would be to fly. That's, that's, yeah, I would want to fly. I feel like you could do so many things if you flew, so I wanna fly. If I was on a deserted island and I could be with one person, living or dead, I, I would choose my brother. I would, I would be there with my brother, Clint. He's living. <laughs> And I, so the reason, I mean, there's, there's so many cool people that I can choose, but I choose my brother because uh, growing up, my brother has always been my hero. Um, he's a biologist. I, he's very smart. He could probably get us off the island. Um, but he's also like a poet and a surfer. He's just, he's rad. Um, so he does well on an island, and I love him. And yeah, that's who I'd want to be stuck with. Who has had the biggest impact on my life? Um, Can I give more than one answer? Okay. Um, So I I come from an amazing family. Uh, My, both my parents and my brother and my sister, I'm the youngest in my household. Um, I come from an amazing family. The the faults that my family has and the strengths that they have have definitely influenced my life. Um, tremendously and that that would be my first answer but outside outside of of my family uh, I had a teacher named Dwight Protho um, who as as a kid so he was a he was a, a teacher at my junior high school and as a kid I didn't really think that he had that big of an impact but Again, as I get older, I realize what a truly remarkable human being he was. Uh, Dwight, well, Mr. Protho to me, he's now Dwight. Um, he, he was a history teacher. And in his extra time after school, he would take us kids that were interested and teach us Shakespeare. And he would put on these Shakespeare productions. He, he was taking like, Ten to thirteen-year-olds, and teaching them the the classics, um, Romeo and Juliet, Othello, Twelfth Night. Um, it, it just just I I think about that now, and I'm like, why? Like why why would anybody want to do that? But he had such a love for Shakespeare and such a love for teaching that that was my first introduction to Shakespeare, and and it's a huge love of mine to this day. Um, but just Somebody showing me that kind of passion and that love and sticking with it and having that be his expression through his life has been a, a, has had a major impact on my life. A word that describes my view of the world right now has to be hope it has to be um, uh, yeah even even with the past year that we've had. Um, it's hope, I'm, I'm hopeful that we make it out of this, that um, I'm hopeful that we all come together and hope. That that's, that's really all I have. Do I see an optimistic future in our country? Of course I do, of course I do. Um, our country has seen horrible times. If you look through our history, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, um, but we're constantly evolving and I think we definitely, we, we will thrive again.